five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Off. Hour. We, we, we have a liftoff. Hey, Michael. Yeah, Karen. It's time to start the show. What, what show? You know, uh, what's it called? Uh, ha- not, it's not half an hour. It isn't holy. What, what's the thing again? Oh, yeah, that thing you made us call holy half hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. It's time for Holy Half Hour. Welcome. My name is Kieran. It's great to have you with us. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kieran. How's it going? Good, man. How about you? I'm just gravy. Thanks very much. Good, good. Well, listeners, welcome. Great to have you with us. This show isn't that holy. It isn't half an hour long, but it is a show where we want to have some fun, play some games, and talk about a question every week. Well, Michael, I've got a question I've been cooking up for you that I'm going to ask you later. But first, we normally do a little bit of a catch-up, don't we, to sort of start, talk about how our week's been, that kind of thing. But I don't know about you, Michael, but my week has been uneventful because we're still in lockdown. And so we thought, listeners, that this week we might do a couple of super cheesy Christian jokes instead. Oh yes, so, I've got a real cheese ball planned for you, Kieran. It's going to be nice. really painful. I look forward to it. Well, do you want to go first, my friend? You can kick us off. Yeah, I think I do. So, um, as you will know, listeners, Kieran is a musician from all of the excellent mm-hmm. musical content he's provided. So I've got a, a musical Christian joke for you, Kieran. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who is the arch enemy of the G-sus chord? I don't know who is the arch enemy of the G-sus chord. The D-min chord. <laughs> Do you get it? Because it's like Jesus Love it. and yeah, D-min. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> Love it. D-min. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, man. That's good. Would you like to hear one that I found? Oh, would I? Well, okay, so this one's a little story, okay? Oh, nice. So settle in, grab yeah. your grab a beverage. Let me get my duvet. Mm-hmm. A Christian guy named Bill saw an ad online for a Christian horse. So he went to check it out. The horse's owner said, it's easy to ride him. Just say praise the Lord to make him go and amen to make him stop. Bill got on the horse and said, praise the Lord. Sure enough, the horse started to walk. Praise the Lord, he said again, and the horse began to trot. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, he yelled, and the horse broke into a gallop. Bill was enjoying his ride so much that he almost didn't notice the cliff he and the horse were about to go over. Bill shouted, Amen, at the top of his lungs, and the horse stopped right right at the edge of the cliff. Relieved, Bill said, Whew, praise the Lord. Hey. Oh man! <laughs> I love a good dad joke. Absolutely, and, uh, that one. That one tickled me. Mm, that was a real dad joke, and it reminds me. Mm. <clears throat> it reminds me that some things in life are worth waiting for, Kieran. Um, and some things, and s- like like the punchline of that joke, <laughs> not so much. Are not. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. Uh, praise the Lord. 
Well, Michael, I've got a game for you. Are you up for that? Absolutely. I'm very much looking forward to see what you've what you've made for me this week, Kieran. Yeah, man. Me too. So, I following on from wait, 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 wait. wait. La- you're, you're you're looking forward to seeing what you've got ready for me this yeah. week. Yeah. So you don't know. Are you, are you flying by I'm, the seat I'm of your look- pants? Actually, th- this took uh, this took a reasonable amount of prep. Oh, nice. Um, no, nothing, nothing recorded this week. I leave that to you. I haven't mm-hmm. made any silly noises this week. Um, <laughs> but two weeks ago, we had a conversation about uh, worship song lyrics mm-hmm. and striking a balance between having songs that are accessible and songs that have some depth. And it got me thinking about um, those worship songs that perhaps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to say this nicely, oh, I, I think I think there's there's lines in worship songs nowadays. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go all grumpy old man here. Mm-hmm. Some song lyrics these days, Michael. The kids these days, <laughs> they the just won't songs, get off your right. lawn. So <laughs> they just won't get off my lawn. Uh, they keep ringing the doorbell and then running away. <laughs> Those and worship it, songs it takes it takes me so long to get there. Um. But uh, they have lyrics that are sometimes very similar to lyrics from chart songs, from mm-hmm. pop songs, right? So we're going to play a game called Is It a Worship Song or Is It From the Top 100? Okay. It's not a very catchy name. I tried <laughs> yeah. to come up with a catchier name, but I failed. But anyway, it is at least descriptive. Is it a worship song or is it in the top 100? <laughs> so I'm going to read you some lyrics from mm-hmm. six different songs. Cool. And I just want you to tell me, is it a worship song or not? All right. I'm looking okay. forward to this one. I'm generally terrible right. at knowing what pop music at the moment is like. So there's a good chance I will totally whiff this game, but we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. I have a feeling that you're more up to date on current worship songs than I am. So. Mm-hmm. This might end up being very easy for you, but we'll see. All right, let's see. Let's go. Okay, number one. Summit the ocean, scale the lake, and I'll pray for the better days. Summit the ocean, scale the lake, and I'll pray for better days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is well, summit song? the ocean and scale <laughs> oh, no. the lake makes me think pop song, because like... Is anyone being deliberately obtuse in, when they're writing worship songs like that? But then, pray. Do people say pray in pop songs these days? Oh, man. So I don't know. Mm. This is a total guess. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go worship song. But I but I don't feel oh. good about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair, man. That's fair. I can see I can see you're working there. I can mm-hmm. see your thought process. That's mm-hmm. understandable. It's actually Biffy Clyro. Ah, oh, see. Yeah. Uh uh the noted Scottish rock band. Uh, Scotland. No, from see, I didn't, I didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel good about it, but mm, I should yeah. have followed it, my instincts, Kieran. It's from uh their new single Tiny Indoor Fireworks. <laughs> Not recommended. <laughs> Tiny Indoor yeah, Fireworks, yeah, that is not uh, the single. I'm sure the single's very yeah, good. Yeah, d- don't, don't, uh, don't take that literally, listeners, that mm. song title. Don't put that, don't implement that too literally in your own home. Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. This one's a bit longer. 
I was running wild, fell in love with the chase. I've been up and down and all over the place, wasting all my days and nights, never feeling satisfied. Is it a worship song? Oh, man. Or a top 100? Oh, man. This is hard. (laughs) So when you were starting to read it, I was like, that's a pop song. That's a pop song. But then that last line about not being satisfied, you feel like it's going to turn into being like, you're my satisfaction, Lord, and all that kind of jazz. Mm, Yeah. Or or it's going to go, you're my satisfaction, baby. Yeah. But which way is it going to go? Yeah. You're my you're my satisfaction attractive person. <laughs> okay, I'm going to game theory it a little bit and say that I don't think you would go for pop song followed by a worship song because you'd think that that's what I'd be expecting you to do. So I'm going to say that's another pop song. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Michael, the thing that you thought I thought you would expect me to do <laughs> is exactly what I did. It's a worship song. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's actually Hillsong Young and Free from one of their new ones called oh. Never Have I Ever. And well, that's I mean, the, that's is the it opening really a worship song if it's Hillsong Young and Free, Kieran? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>, controversial. <laughs> no, I really there. like their stuff. I just mean it's very poppy and in sensibilities. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing terribly, but I'm having fun. Have you got another one for me? That's good, man. That's good. Well, this is this is not easy, so no. uh, you know. I think you can be. And there's there's six of these, are there? For... <laughs> oh no! Yeah, don't worry. We're we're at the halfway point now with number three. Okay. Here are the lyrics. And we gone see the light. We gone see the light. We gone see the light. You and me, yeah, you and me. We gone see the light. Is that is that just the way you're choosing to pronounce that, or is that actually the way it's in the song, Kieran? Well, that's we um, that's my that. yeah, exactly. That's my best approximation of without putting on an accent. That's my best approximation of this American artist. Um, oh, G O N G O N apostrophe. I don't really know how else to say that in my accent. Um, Sometimes I think that. Um, so just because you're saying we gonna see the light, we gonna see the light. It's making me think that it's probably David Crowder. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I can oh, see how man. you would get to that. This is so difficult. Oh, man. There's, def- there's definitely some kind of theological lesson here about taking things out of context. Um, but who, who am I to try and find it? I'm going to say it's a pop song. But I, again, I don't feel good about it. Okay. Okay. Well, Michael, I can reveal that that is See the Light by Toby Mac. No, oh, no. Who's, who's certainly a Christian artist, whether or not it's like a you oh, know, worship man. song in the sense of you'd play it in church, but it's... Mm, mm, um, yeah. But, you know... Uh, it's, it's ostensibly artist, about Jesus so. in some way, so... Y- yes, yes. Yeah. It appears to be about the Lord <laughs> and not uh, a, a, a woman. Oh, or man. man, or whoever, a person. Okay, keep it, keep it rolling, Kieran. It's it, only, it can only go up from here. Okay, so number four. <laughs> um, here we go. Number four. <laughs> the lyrics are as follows. I don't know why you hide from the one, and close your eyes to the one, 
mess up and lie to the one that you love. When you know you can cry to the one, always confide in the one. Oh, man. It's actually, it's tricky, isn't it? This is actually harder than I thought it was going to be. Now yeah, this I'm, is really I'm, difficult. <laughs> now I'm hearing it through your ears. I'm realizing it's actually quite tricky. Yeah. Unless you know the songs, in which case I'm sure someone, someone out there is thinking, oh, I can't believe you don't know this song. <laughs> but I am, yeah. I am struggle bussing hard right now. Um, <laughs> well, listen, listeners, who are, listeners who are very into, you know, chart music and the latest mm. Latest pop singles. Mm-hmm. Pop trying not to sound like a yeah. I'm trying not to sound like a, an old DJ man. Smashy and nicey. Uh, yeah, smashy and nicey. Uh, listeners who keep up with these things might be, you know, uh, tearing their hair out at, uh, mm. at how obvious and easy this is. But if mm. I were in your shoes, Michael, I would be struggle bussing too. Well, just you and wait. I like that. I like that term. <laughs> By the way, I've never heard that before. All aboard the struggle bus. <laughs> Absolutely. At this point, I'm out the back pushing the struggle bus up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to hear it again? No, I'm going to go with it's a pop song because it, it feels like the rhyme scheme of a pop song. Okay. That's what I'm going with. Eventually, okay. I've got to get one right. Well, Michael, this is your moment. It's a pop song. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, what a relief. That feels better than yeah. the times that I get all of them right. Just <laughs> finally getting okay, one yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, this this is a bit more of a punishing quiz, I think, than, <laughs> than maybe previous ones. The bird noises, that was, uh, that was a softball compared yeah. to this. Well, it was a softball anyway. Because yeah. you were never going to be convinced by me pretending to be a pigeon. <laughs> and you trying to that's, uh Yeah, exactly. I think that's episode three, folks, if you want to go back to that one. I think that's when, <laughs> when I did that, if you're Plug. interested. Um, okay, well done. Uh, so who, that's who actually, that? um, it's a collaboration between Marshmallow and Halsey. Ah. Uh, and it's called Be Kind. That's cool. Uh-huh. Well, okay. oh, I'm very relieved. Let's 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 go. Maybe maybe I can keep it going now. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, here's the next one. This is quite. This is probably the longest one. So okay. bear with me. Yeah, everybody hurts sometimes. I know that's what they say, but right now it seems this loneliness won't go away. Can anybody feel this heartache? Is anyone around? Feels like we're running round in circles. We can't catch a breath. We can't enjoy the moment when we always want what's next. Yeah, just when I can't take no more. It's when I hear you say, don't hang your head when you get lonely. No, I'll never leave your side. Okay, that's that's tough. What am I thinking? I'm thinking that that sounds so kind of, it's got a lot of yeah and a lot of mm type stuff in it, that I'm thinking that it sounds not like a worship song. But all the content could be a worship song. And I'm thinking that you maybe are trying to throw me off by how informal the language is. So I'm going to go that that is a worship song. But when I'm wrong, I'm not going to be surprised. So <laughs> I think it's a worship song. That's my guess. Well, you've you've seen my, is it bluff or double bluff? I don't know. But you're right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a worship song. Ah, yes. It's Love by We Are Messengers. Oh, I've not heard of them. And it is it is certainly, uh, you know, directed to the Lord, mm-hmm. even if it's not overtly. 
you know, like a, a song you'd sing in church per se. Yeah. Um, but yeah, worship song. So that's two, man. You're doing <sighs> okay. well, All right. I think. I given still the... get 50, 50. Yeah, totally. So here's our last one. All right. Is it a worship song or is it a pop song? Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. <laughs> Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. <laughs> Burning them if you ain't quick and nimble. I go crazy when I hear a cymbal. Is that bonus it? point bonus point if you know who it is. <laughs> Cooking and seas like a pound of bacon. <laughs> um <laughs> is, is that not vanilla ice? Yes. Um, <laughs> but that's not my question, Michael. My question is, is it a worship song or not? <laughs> well, who am I to judge deep, deep the theological of vanilla discussion. ice's heart here? I mean, <laughs> You might well be singing that. Um, uh, <laughs> might well be singing that in worship to the Lord. Um, maybe. But I'm going to go that I think it's Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, and I'm going to guess that that's not a worship song. Well, as far as I know, Michael, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's not a worship song. It's Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So. So getting that one right, and with the bonus point, because you can name the artist and track, uh, mm -hmm. that takes you up to four. Oh, amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. So you, you've, you've done really well. You pulled out of the bag in the last, in the last half. At that, at that last moment, I smashed the back windows of the struggle bus <laughs> and climbed inside <laughs> and was uh, slowly chugging up yeah. the hill. Great. Yeah, absolutely. You regained control of the runaway Gosh. bus. Well, that was uh, and, that was and really kept it above uh, fifty miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, speed, good, good film actually. Yeah, still holds up. Yeah, does it still hold up? Mm, I don't know. I've not watched. I don't know, man. I I don't know if I don't know if I've um, actually seen it. You haven't seen it. It's one wow. of the. It's one of those films where it's so much kind of in the public consciousness. At least if you're in your sort of late twenties or thirties upwards. Mm. That um, that I don't actually know whether I've seen it or not, or if I just <laughs> have false memories of it because yeah. I've heard it talked about so often. It's one of those films. Yeah, there's a few like that, absolutely. Um, mm. But well, but if yeah. you want references to '90s films, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is your podcast. Yeah, you're in the right we, place. We've had we've had two Jurassic Parks and a Speed absolutely. so far, and we're only on episode six. <laughs> Kieran, I have to say that um, that was really difficult, but was much more rewarding getting them right because of how difficult it was. So I feel okay. uh, I feel really good about it, even though I didn't do fantastically. I appreciate the the time and, and work you put into that game because it made me feel good. Well, Kieran, would you like a game? Can I interest you in a game? I'd love a game, Michael. Yeah, you partial to a game or two? Yes. What have you got for me? Well, Kieran, I've sent you three recordings this week. This time, mm -hmm. this is my turn to send you nonsense. Yeah, good stuff. And I live in London, as all the people know who've listened to a previous episodes. Because I think it comes up most weeks, and therefore I'm I'm kind of um, I have a few more resources to draw from. And I don't know if you know this, but I've got a a friend who's actually a professional voiceover artist. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And uh, is, is that so, my friend? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Great. So I, I asked my professional voiceover artist if he yeah. could uh, record some movie announcer-style 
trailer vocals for me. Um, okay. And he was very happy to oblige, uh, even though he's very busy yeah. doing all the big movies. Um, well, uh, totally understandable, but yeah, amazing got, that he made that, <laughs> that he gave up that time for you. Like, well, he's, he's got a bit more time there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With, with cinemas being closed and stuff, there's not quite so much yeah. pressure on him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and his movie trailers basically what they're doing is they're describing a regular household object. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So it's your job. It's fallen on hard times, your friend. <laughs> well, absolutely. We, we all have to make ends meet, Kieran. And um, <laughs> so your job is to listen to the trailer and see if you can guess which object that you might find in your house um, that the trailer is discussing. Now, just uh, for some context, if the trailer talks about the hero of the film, then the hero is the object that you're looking for. Okay, right. Right, so it's a household object, mm-hmm. and I have to identify what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So whenever you're okay. ready, just uh, you know, listen to the first trailer. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's number one. This summer, an unstoppable hero <laughs> takes down the Jersey Royals. King Edwards will be smashed into oblivion, <laughs> and not even Maris Piper can stand in the way. Watch as our hero teams up with milk, butter, and good old-fashioned elbow grease to create the most epic side dish that you've all been waiting for. <laughs> well, Kieran, I don't know if you can tell, but my guy knows, knows his way around a, a movie trailer. He certainly does. What an incredible vocal talent. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's well. obviously very bored. <laughs> well, what do you think? Uh, could you tell um, what, what uh, household object he's describing? Um, so, so when you say an object, mm-hmm. uh, can it be something edible? Because that's the that's the vibe I was getting from that trailer. Yeah. What was, well, well, tell me, tell me your thinking. Well, I <laughs> with that cast of amazing characters, mm-hmm. what, it, what it made me think is that we're talking about mashed potato. Ah, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you three quarters or five sixths of a point for mashed potato. <laughs> what we were actually looking for was a specifically a potato masher. Ah, um, okay, right, right. But yeah, okay. yeah, mashed okay. potato is close enough for me. I'm happy mm. with that. Nice. Well done. <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. Because uh, it sounds so much like a real movie, so uh, you know. Well, I'm, I'm willing it, it to does. Give you a bit of I was, yeah, I was absolutely uh, completely duped by that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well done. Uh, that's the first one. Do you want to to listen to the second one? Yeah. Okay. Here comes number two. In a world of carbonated beverages and morning coffee, only one thing will save us from halitosis and dental discoloration. This morning, and tonight, you will get closer to our hero than you are to anyone else. And they'll make you smile. (laughs) Well, Kieran, can you tell? I really want to see that film. (laughs) Yeah? I feel like this this hero is someone I want to know. Well, that sounds, well, if you get it right, Uh, you know, maybe you know it better than you realize. (laughs) <laughs> well, my 
Michael. Mm. I think our hero is a toothbrush. Well done. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Tell you, you're good at this, Kieran. I mean, I know it's pretty tricky, but I'm impressed. <laughs> well, really, it's down to this uh, incredible vocal talent. Well, I mean, um, if you're interested, really I might... <laughs> I might be able to get him on board for some future projects. Yeah, if, uh, well, that would be amazing. I've got his that number. That would be amazing. Okay, you ready for number three? Yes, absolutely. Okay, number Here's three number is a bit three. trickier. Okay. Okay, here we go. Throughout history, man has marveled at the vast complexity of the universe. <laughs> but nothing has remained so inexplicable to modern science as this device's capacity to seemingly manipulate time, space, and detergent in order to steal your socks. <laughs> Who is this guy? I want to know. Well, I, I feel I recognize this voice. Let me just play yeah. a little bit more of that one again. Throughout history, man has marveled at the vast complexity of the universe. But nothing has remained so inexplicable to modern science as this device's capacity to seemingly manipulate time, space, and detergent in order to steal your socks. Have you ever played Metal Gear Solid? No, I've never played that one. It sounds like the guy who, who's in Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear, he likes to say. Well, they, um, I mean... This guy might well have he might well be the voice of that because he's like I say mm. he does a lot of uh, really he high does level a lot of voice work. Of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's much in demand. Well, I I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. What do you well, think, Kieran? Can you uh, place the household object? I was so stunned by that vo vocal take that I actually <laughs> haven't taken in any of the information. Let me play a tiny bit more. Oh yeah. Uh, so, I think, I think that's it. It's an excellent description of, I think, mm. a washing machine. Well, Kieran, you're correct. Well done. Me! <laughs> Incredible. Uh, mate, you've got to introduce me to this guy. Yeah. Does he talk like that all the time, or is it just uh, when he's working? No, that's his voice. Does he, does he perhaps have an alternate voice that he uses when he's, you know, uh, ministering at his local church? <laughs> and then he just uses that voice. No, that's his voice. Booth. That's his voice right. all the time. I mean, you can't, <laughs> okay. you can't just affect like a voice with that much gravitas, you know? It's either, no. it's either you're born with it or you're not. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely so. right. There'd be no way of faking that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, Kieran, you got three out of three, and I think that you deserve a, a big old pat on the back. And um, yeah, and if you're Thanks, if you're man. listening and you got three out of three too, then then well done. And if you uh, are that voiceover artist or you know who he is, then then uh, please get in touch. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to know. I told you, I've got his but number. Thank you. Oh, I mean, great! I can just, well, I can just you, know. you know get you in touch with him if you like. Well, let's let's get. I've got an idea, Michael. Mm, mm. Let's get him on the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll see you. I think you should arrange for him to phone in. Okay, I'll see you. I'll see. You. I'll yeah. check his availability and uh, get in touch. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. I look forward to that, Michael. That was fantastic. Thank you. Oh, thanks very much. You're welcome. Well, Michael, I have a question for you. Cool. I'm looking forward to hearing it. 
Great. Well, here, here's my question for this week. And this sort of follows on a little bit from the last question I posed to you a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about worship songs in church and striking a balance between accessibility in worship songs and uh, having some theological depth, yeah? Mm-hmm. We yeah. were sort of ta- talking around that. And it got me thinking about um, differences of opinion. And really, really, my question this week is, how do we disagree well in church? Oh. So, so to give some context to the question, I, growing up, I, I found myself in a minority or certainly feeling like I was in a minority in my church community because of my political leanings. And I feel mm-hmm. like you, I have a feeling you may have experienced this too, Michael. Yeah. Um, because I, personally, I found myself uh, to the left politically, I think, of a lot of people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, many of those people were, were and are very wise, spiritually mature people. They helped to instill in me a love for the Lord for which I'm very grateful. Mm. Uh, And so I found that while I, you know, did and still do deeply respect uh, these men and women, uh, I wasn't really sure how to approach the conversation when subjects like politics came up because I disagreed with most of what they said, (laughs) but didn't really know what the way, you know, uh, what the way in to that should be. And and of course this this applies to much more than politics. I'm only homing in on that because that's a, you know, a relatively controversial subject anyway. Um but even in things like um, you know, perhaps more uh benign things like what worship songs we sing in church, not that is obviously very important, but it's maybe less it's less emotionally charged, or maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> mm. But uh, but but I guess what I'm asking is, aside from the obvious kind of live and let live approach, yeah. When and how is it appropriate to challenge a brother or sister in the Lord when yeah. when the way that they think or a particular viewpoint that they hold concerns you? And I'm not really talking about salvation issues per se. I'm not really talking about confronting someone who, you know, has sinned or is living in a way kind of that that you would feel doesn't honor the Lord. I'm really talking about their worldview or that kind of thing, um, that perhaps they hold views that concern you. Is there a way to... um, What's the best way to approach that? Do you have yeah. any thoughts on that subject? It's a good question. Very good question. Gosh, um, I think it's a it's such a difficult question to answer because you don't want to <clears throat> because there's many parts in the Bible. I think especially Paul writes in many of his epistles, of in his letters at the start and often at the end, appeals to unity, right? There's loads of appeals to unity mm. in Paul's mm. writings. Um, I think of, I think it's 1 Corinthians, probably the start of 1 Corinthians. I need to look it up where he appeals for everyone to be in, everyone of everyone to agree and to be united in the same mind. Um, 
But I think context is also important because I think that's the scripture that goes on to talk about how there's been quarreling among people because some are saying, I follow Paul, I follow Apollos, I follow Cephas, mm. I follow Christ. Um, mm. And yeah, I think that it's kind of an order of operations thing, right? Like what's the most important thing for us to be unified in? Christ, well, you know, the message that we're spreading, the gospel. And um, sure, and then kind of the vision of the church, you know, are we on board with the vision that the leadership is putting out there? And then after mm. that, I think it's kind of, it's kind of, a, I do think it's a live and let live kind of thing. Mm. So mm. if you're, if you're, if you're in line with the overall vision of Christianity, the message of the gospel, the vision of your church, and then the vision of any specific ministry you might be working in together, then I think you can just get on with that person because those are the most important things, right? Um, and if any th any viewpoint they hold causes a person to not be able to kind of toe the party line in those regards, then they maybe need to find a new church or they need to find a new place to worship or they need to find a new way to serve. Um, but yeah, the church is very, I'm with you. I'm quite a, a left-leaning liberal person. And, um, you know, there's many more mm. conservative people in the church than me. Um, but for the most part, we love people and we want to care for them and tell them about Jesus. So we can kind of avoid most of those head hitting together moments. How about you? What do you think? Have you had those experiences where you've had cause to to argue with people in church? Yeah, I mean, I think I would say, first of all, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I'm very thankful to be able to say that, you know, um, I, I don't think there's ever really been a, a, an issue, a time in my life where I had a sort of um, irreconcilable difference with someone about you know uh what what I would call a secondary issue so we're not talking about the gospel but basically anything else mm. <laughs> you know um things like politics and I use the politics example because it's one where you know a lot of people are quite opinionated yeah um you know uh and that's fair enough everyone is entitled to an opinion but I'm I'm thankful to say that even amongst my most uh politically conservative friends I've never mm. felt that our politics, my politics, or theirs had to get in the way of us being friends. Mm. Um, because we're able to, you know, and you you mentioned some of those scriptures that talk about unity. Mm. Um, we're able to unite around Christ with him at the center. And so ultimately these differences are secondary differences. And I was listening to a, a really good podcast I came across just this last week called mm. um, The Holy Political Podcast. And uh. I don't think they're doing, they certainly haven't put any episodes out for about a year, but they have several years worth of content where they discuss political issues. And one of the hosts is more on the left. One of the hosts is more on the right. 
Um, their episodes go back all the way to kind of uh, Trump's inauguration, basically, uh, yeah. whenever that was three or four years ago. Um, and it's a really good podcast and really thoughtful. And it's two guys who are obviously friends, obviously love the Lord and, you know, uh, are, are, are friends, but they, you know, are quite firm in their political beliefs and they, they, you know, they differ quite a lot on their political beliefs. Yeah. And one of the points that one of the hosts made in the episode I listened to was that, um, you know, part of the reason that all the church denominations that exist do exist is because, you know, Christians down the ages have found themselves differing on some of these secondary issues like when and how someone should be baptized or what communion should look like or those sorts of things. And I, and I would certainly say I would love it if there were fewer denominations and more agreement <laughs> yeah. on things like that. But I, think, I, but I think the fact that we can have uh, those differing viewpoints but still come together on the fundamental truth of, of who Jesus is and yeah. what he has done for us and what that means for our lives. Uh, I, I still find that very encouraging. Yeah, definitely. So this is all a very long-winded way of saying that. Uh, that's my catchphrase. I, I say that every episode, <laughs> don't I? But yeah. short story long. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I love it when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I found that most of the time in my life, I haven't, like no, these things haven't been a deal breaker in my friendships yeah. with people. But I'm definitely aware of that I've probably done more limiting or or censoring of my own opinions on these issues yeah. than other people around me have had to do. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, growing up in church. Because mm. um, I feel in some ways like certainly in the communities I've been a part of, that my opinion, as I said at the start, has generally been in the minority. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a so challenge. That, that is challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think we we kind of know what it boils down to, which is like we said, do you agree about the primary stuff? Yes. Then you can kind of continue. Are you having a disagreement about the secondary stuff? yes, then are you conducting that disagreement in line with how God would have you speak to your brothers and sisters? Um, mm. I just looked up a uh, a passage that I was looking for, which is the end of Ephesians 4. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love mm. as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. It's mm. like... Amen. Amen. Can we conduct our disagreements in, in those ways, whether you're young or old? Um, my my biggest political disagreements happen on Facebook. Um, <laughs> okay. There's people from previous churches, if I post something... Maybe I think I posted something which indicated I wasn't the biggest fan of Donald Trump. And um, just, you know, to, to lay my political cards out on the table there, Kieran. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Controversial. And uh, I got some serious kickback 
but it was okay. kickback okay. that happened generally in in a fairly loving way um mm. and and that's okay and to be honest whilst i was happy ish to have a conversation i was like let's take this conversation to to a a, a pm you know private message mm. because mm. i didn't really want just a big long argument down my facebook page and mm. subsequent to that, I just don't really post anything on Facebook anymore because I never posted much anyway. It didn't really interest me. And for the most part, it's uh, it's either people who agree with me or people who don't agree with me who will never change their minds. Um, mm. And mm. If, if they were part of my life more regularly, like if they were at my current church then I'd be very happy to have an ongoing discussion about it. But I just didn't see much mm. value in in opening up those conversations to people. My my position wasn't going to change. Their position isn't going to change. Um, and I think that spending an overly long amount of time focusing on the positions which make us differ is not really very positive. And I think some people are afraid to say that. They're like, no, 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 you have to allow space for disagreement. You have to like, and I I agree. I don't want to be in a in a in a echo chamber where only people who sure. agree with me speak to me. But at the same time, if instead what I'm doing is only disagreeing with people, then I'm going to leave all those conversations just thinking, well, I don't have anything in common with that person, rather than thinking, oh yeah, that person's my brother or sister in Christ, and I do have a lot in common with that person, and I do love them, um, and I do care for them, and they're just. Mm. have a different opinion to me which i can't understand um right but uh you know so yeah that's how i feel about it i think mm. short story long i think do you agree on the primary stuff yes good then you can serve with each other in in the kingdom do you agree on the secondary stuff yes cool no well then can you discuss it in love but mm. do you only discuss that and therefore does the large amount does it just build on this pile of stuff that is i disagree with this person i disagree with this person rather than building on the pile which is we are this we are unified in christ yeah absolutely and and you know i'm i'm pleased to say that there are far more times i can think of where i've actually come away from being with friends who are believers and i've thought mm. to myself hey actually you know i'm very different to this person but when we're spending time together worshiping God and, and hearing from his word and those kind of things, I don't mm. think about that at all. Yeah. And that's a wonderful place to be. Well, Michael, uh, we've got time for some recommendations before we finish. Is there anything you've been... Uh, enjoying this last week that you'd like to recommend to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, it's an amazing time during this coronavirus uh, outbreak that a lot of people are making resources available to us that we wouldn't necessarily normally be able to access as easily. And one thing you may know of a church called HTB Kieran, Holy Trinity Brompton here in London. They're quite big. They are, yes. Um, and they are the people who originated Alpha, for example. 
Well, they have have made a huge number of their courses, which you would normally have to sign up for, find a group, attend, um, like evening classes, etc. Get a book, get it sent to you, so you can write in it. All of that stuff, they've made it available, uh, which is amazing. So, for example, my wife and I are currently doing the marriage course, which we've done once before in person. We're doing it again because you really can't do the marriage course too many times. It's really excellent. <laughs> And they've also just refilmed all the videos, so they're really great and all been updated. Cool. And you can just watch them online, and you can download for free the books. And I'm pretty sure they've done the same with the pre-marriage course, with the alpha course, with a number of other courses out there. Um, so it's uh, www.htb, uh, as in H for Hotel, T for Tango, B for Bravo, .org. Um, and if you go to their menu, go to Courses. And um, yeah, it's just great. I think I really recommend people just to, to get stuck into those kind of amazing resources which are currently available to them. And just to say that the marriage course, whilst challenging, uh, we've been married for three and a bit years now, well, nearly four years. Um, it's been just really great um, to go through it again and it's really helping us. So I recommend Michael's referring to his marriage to his wife, not his media marriage to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, just just to be clear, everyone. Yeah, I did make that uh, sound like Kieran and I have been married for three, nearly, three, nearly four years now. Just in case, for for some reason, somebody starts listening to our podcast at the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, but that's great, man. So uh, they've made a, a lot of their resources available for free. Yeah, absolutely. So normally, what would happen is you'd buy a DVD. You would set up a course, you would invite people in to come and watch the DVD and discuss it together, and each person would have to have a book, etc. Well, now the videos are just on their website, and you can just Excellent. watch them, and you can download the PDFs of the books. It's really amazing that they're doing that, and I think it's such an incredible uh, blessing to the wider Christian community that they're doing that. So thank you, HTB, and uh, yeah, I recommend it. Get stuck in, everyone. Yeah, cheers HTB, and uh, thanks Michael for the heads up. No worries. I just want to, in closing, just mention again the podcast I mentioned during our discussion today. Uh, It's the Holy Political Podcast, that's H-O-L-Y, Political Podcast. Um, As I said, it's two guys, differing political opinions, but discussing a wide range of of political questions, and, uh, you know, kind of following on from our theme today. Uh, they're they're good at respectfully disagreeing <laughs> and find and finding common ground, and I think that's that's something that's really encouraging. So I really recommend um, that that podcast. Uh, they have an early episode uh, that has an interview with a guy called Andy Flanagan, who at the time at least was involved with an organization called Christians on the Left. Uh, he may still be. I, I'm not sure. This podcast episode is a couple of years old, but he they have a conversation with him about um, uh, what it's like to sort of be in a sort of more left-leaning political organization and be a Christian. And it's a perspective that I find very helpful. So if you've wrestled with some of the questions we've wrestled with today, then I think you'll enjoy that podcast. So just want to recommend that to you. It's the Holy Political Podcast. It's cool, man. Well, I might give that a listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let me know what you think. And that is about all we have time for, folks. Thanks for joining us again today. I'm Kieran. He's Michael. Our podcast comes out 
every Monday. You probably know that by now if you're on episode six, but we'll say it anyway. Remember, you can find us at holyhalfhour.co.uk. You can email us. It's hello at holyhalfhour. We are on various social media platforms if you want to get in touch that way. And hey, I know I say this every week, but if you're enjoying the show, why not leave us a little review um, on your favorite podcast app? It would make a it would mean a lot to us, and it yeah. can me- make a real difference to our visibility online. Obviously, Michael and I are doing this just as a as a passion project and to to bless others. We're not doing this to to get famous. But hey, if it happens, we won't complain. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, aren't you no, those I'm famous kidding. Christian podcast guys? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like it all the millions of other, <laughs> one of the only ways that people can to, can find us is if people leave us a review. So it's really, really amazing if you have time yeah. to do that. Appreciate it. Yeah, if you do, if you do, especially um, if you're uh, listening on an Apple device. Sorry to <laughs> sorry to draw the, the dividing lines here, Michael. After our discussion mm-hmm. today, but uh, but a lot a lot of people do use Apple Podcasts. So if you use Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you could leave us a review. And Absolutely. I'll stop there. Thanks, okay, everybody. Uh, I have a joke for you to finish. Are you ready for this? One? All right, go go for it. If anyone needs an ark, I happen to know a guy. And as the joke police arrive at Michael's door, it's time for us to say bye-bye. Bye. See you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.